Hiya girls, we are Barney and Lukey and we are the hot young visionaries behind Truffle Pig Wigs. And this is Cliffhangers, the unofficial, unrequested and unhinged RuPaul's Drag Race recap show. The views and opinions expressed on Cliffhangers are from a couple of women who just love drag and have zero real business judging it. If you are not a fan of Red Hot Acidic Critique, turn back now. Allow me to introduce my co-host. He is Boss. Beautiful, optimistic, sneaky son of a bitch. It is Barney. <laughs> oh, you thought she couldn't do it, but she did it. And introduced into the stage. <laughs> uh, this is so embarrassing. I can't even get through it. <laughs> Call her Malala because she be making sure you bitches get schooled. <laughs> Congratulations. Oh, honestly, that was that was painful. It was so embarrassing. <laughs> but very girl boss of me. So here very. we are. How are the girlies? Oh, what have you been up to? You still in lockdown? I am very still scary. in medical isolation, unfortunately, but only for one more day. And then okay. I'm back out in the world. So twinks, beware. <laughs> I was released from the confines of a bedroom, went to my friend's wedding, shout out Carla, also shout out Megan, who I met for the first time at the wedding, who's a Cliffhangers uh, listener. What? Every single time this happens, it really blows my mind that anyone is listening apart from our mums and Maggie, the OG listener. (laughs) Wait a damn minute. (laughs) Oh, and also our other OG listener, Ryan. Is it Ryan? It's Ryan, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely crazy. What's so someone at the wedding was like, I listened to your podcast. Yeah, well, she is Carla's friend and Carla was like, oh, you should listen to Lukey's podcast. Sure. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. So less a web of <laughs> confusion there. Um, and where one place we weren't at was Drag World. Drag Fest. What was it? Drag Fest. The C- Club Kids one. Um, I missed most of this because I was partying and then sleeping on the weekend. Uh, it was referred to as the Fire Festival of Drag, uh, but what we are happy about <laughs> is just all the girls getting the getting the London gig, their gigorama on in wasn't it in Printworks? You tell me, I don't know. You know us at the very apex of everything drag based. <laughs> like, something happened to do with all the girls. Um, I just saw it on everyone's stories, um, but yeah. Printworks, and most importantly, shout out Sync the Pink, who have just released today that they are doing Wembley. Oh my god, yeah, I saw that. That is nuts. That is fucking mental. The last pe- people I saw at Wembley was Iron Maiden, so that really <laughs> is just for some sort of scale. That is fucking nuts that they can fit out. Love, love to see it though. So happy for them. And, and it's wig themed, so get your wigs here, girls. All <laughs> yeah, seventy five thousand uh, anyone... of you. Well, yeah. maybe not seventy five thousand. Is that? I don't know. People? I have no idea how many. And also, there. we unfortunately do not have capacity to make seventy five thousand wigs. Not even really seventy five wigs. So please <laughs> no. space out your space out your orders. Um, should we talk some drags? Yeah. Well, previously on we played the snatch game of love. Ginger was a top all-star. Trini and Pandora were in the bottom. After the battle against Heidi and Closet, Pandora had to eventually sashay away. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Blistering wrap-up there. Um, sad to see Pandora go, because it just meant a lot to her, but also make way, you know? You but also, game within a game, it's it's 
piqued my interest again now that we know it it's has. happening next week. It has. It's happening next week. And put your bets in. What's your, what are your bets for what the game within a game is going to be? I actually have no idea at this point. I think it's going to be alarmingly more boring than anything that we could dream up. I think it's literally just going to be like the girls, you know, like, you know, they're like, oh my God, it's a game within a game. Imagine what it could be. And it's like, oh, is it the game within a game that you did at last All Stars where they just come back and lip sync against each other? Even if it is that, that was so, I was very excited by that. That was electrifying TV. The only thing is, if there's one thing that you can uh, count on, it's terrible judging a drag race so i get it makes me really anxious because i feel like what if what if they just like put serena Chacha constantly through do you know what i mean like, what if that like, what if I, I don't i can't respect the judging of it so it just makes it even more terrifying what was the one last time that everyone was like nah oh that they wanted latrice back yeah and then latrice did a bad lip sync and they were like fantastic one of the best we've ever seen it's like you can both stay it's not true just not There's true. No who, do we think, it? who do we think they're desperate to bring back? Maybe Jan, just so they can take it all away from her at the final step once again. <laughs> um, I think I think Eureka. I think they'll want Eureka back. Mm. Although she's not really been performing as much as she might have thought they might have thought. No, you know? not really, not really. Um, but what I am glad to see is that no one voted for Trinity K. Bonet. No shady mm. business as of yet. No sort of let's get her out, let's kick her while she's semi down. Um, but very glad because she did not deserve any votes. And I love it when it's just a clean sweep for the gals. Yeah. It's starting to feel a bit tense there at the top though, isn't it? Everyone like trying to work on all these various vectors from all different directions, like tops versus bottoms, but who's been safe all the time with no bottoms? And did you win your lipsticks after you won the thingy? Like it's all a bit like... Stephen Hawkins at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think as well that it just doesn't actually make for very good TV, which is a bit shit. Um, I'm going to come out publicly and say that this was not my favourite episode, if I'm honest. Um, it, no. is not, it did not bring the drama, the intrigue um, and the revelry that I've come to expect. It's just, it's got to a point where people have so much to prove to come back that, um, I don't know, I, did, I didn't feel like people were enjoying themselves in this episode it's like so tense and the energy is odd just it's just like such whole... a weird gig for a drag queen to do as well like in the real world a lot of these challenges would kind of make sense but i know obviously drag tots exists but it's not like a really? common thing they're going to need to to do is it it's a bit like just mm. seems like they're doing it for the money under the table situation for sure, um, I love to see with Trinity, though, a queen who she's like very openly sensitive. She's like, look, I'm sensitive, but she doesn't oh. seem that she doesn't seem that like shaky and insecure because it seems that there is nothing in between in Drag Race. There's nothing in between like, fuck all of you swamp rats. The crown is mine. And then like the shaking on the floor in fetal on the workroom because your parents don't love you and neither does America. Do you know what I mean? Like they are like, I am having the worst time ever or fuck you mm. and i'd like to see that she's like straddling them both being like do you know what like it does mean a lot to me but also if i don't win i'm not going to kill myself but sorry let's not joke about that but um yeah so i like i think she's got a good hold on the competition which is winner's shit if i'm honest and then in comes ginger with the little fucking digs as per, <laughs> as per uh, uh, throughout the episode always with the little digs and if i if you're going to be a cunt i want you to give me that sort of violet atlanta wickedness i want straight up cunt 
Straight up cunt, not like the, mm, I, I, I really love you, it's just a joke, and her giving in them. Come on, silly. bitch, see me with that cunt. Exactly, literally. But <laughs> let's head to It's the New Day in the Workroom. It's the New Day in the Workroom. Do you know what? <laughs> What? For once, I, I kind of like the fabric on Rue's suit today. What? <laughs> what? Absolutely not. Listen, all bum boys, stylist first, homosexual second. I refuse to take that. Absolutely not. This giving me the colours of like Miami Palm Nights, but then just like weird lines like we're living in the Dreamatorium. Okay. Okay. She's she's dissected. It was giving me more when Burton's and like River Island did everything like screen printed, you know, very barbecue wear. I don't I don't know what these things are really. I would hope you don't. Um, <laughs> but do you remember like there was one summer when just literally absolutely everything was like screen printed and all in that weird sort of style. Like um hype stuff. Exactly. Wow, hype, what a blast from the past. Do you know what hype reminds me of? Hype reminds me of when we had to go to some industry party. I can't remember what it was, but it felt like it was something. Some industry party, darling. (laughs) Something I was going to be embarrassed at. I just think for some reason it was an Adidas party at Village Underground. I don't know why I think that. But, um, and we went to see Mem, shout out Mem, uh, uh, who worked at Hype at the time at Box Park. And do you remember I had a gigantic sty? that was like so disgusting and we went to hype and i was like mem you need to give me some sunglasses i can't i, can't I do it. remember disgusting! <laughs> <laughs> it was literally like you could see its pulsating heart in my eye it was like it had like a white head it was absolutely disgusting on my eye and, and like, then didn't we get that the night bus to like a really shit house party stay for like no long at all and then go that does sound familiar as well. Oh, God, the days of being out, out and about on the streets. Um, <laughs> did you love Eureka's trans flag jumpsuit? Yeah, it was cute. Was that her her gay boy Grease Lightning one you mentioned? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Elite doll behaviour as bloody purr with Eureka. I just loved it. <laughs> just all like rhinestoned. And yeah, I thought that was very, very gorgeous. Um, and then we head into the mini challenge, which is, if I'm not mistaken, is this our first mini challenge, apart from the reading challenge? Yes. Um, and it's all-star class superlatives, which I don't know whether that um, exists as a thing before, but it bloody hell does now. So if I say what the line is, then we both at the same time say the name of which of us we think is the most of that. <laughs> okay, 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 <laughs> That yeah. makes sense. Hit me. Okay. So I'll be like, da-da-da-da, name. Okay. All right. Okay, rhythm. so most likely to steal your boyfriend, Barney. Barney, yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Just because I don't think you've got it in you, Luke's. I don't no. think you've got that now. I don't really have it in me, but you definitely don't. <laughs> Prettiest queen, Lukey. Barney. Oh, how <laughs> you got that one wrong. Oh. Most likely to have a sugar daddy, Barney. Barney. Yeah. Do you remember in New Orleans that uh, when I got my tarot done by Valeria, the Mexican witch, that um, mm. that sounds like it's not a true story, but it really is. Um, that she said that I would have a she. I have a sugar daddy coming in my in my. I think late thirties. She said. Yes, but she also said you have to go through like a a quick short relationship where they break your heart first. So you need to get that going. Oh my God, if you can hear this and you are the person that's coming for me, can you just hurry up and break my heart? I've <laughs> got big plans. Um, messiest, Lukey. 
<laughs> Gaseous. Lukey. Lukey. <laughs> burps. I'm a burp queen, I have to say. She's a burp queen. You're not really a farter, are you? In fact, I don't no. know. Champion burper, burper, though. Try me. Yeah. Uh, bossiest. Barney. Hey! Of course. <laughs> of course. Shadiest. Barney. Me. Well, my shade is on the surface. Yours is undercover. So decide which one you think is worse. Yours. At least... I'm one. I'm like one of the. I'm like one of them people that goes. Actually, it's. I'm just blunt. It's like no, you're incredibly rude. Not me. I'm not rude. I'm not rude ever. Uh, most likely to become president, Barney. Me, me. Um, yeah, not for Luke's. Moodiest, Lukey. Lukey. <laughs> <laughs> she likes and a mood. What can she say? Gemini. Maybe that will change, change when you get into your late twenties. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, finally, most likely to go home. Barney. Lukey. Oh, you nearly got them all right. <laughs> nearly got them all right, Lukes. Um, how would you feel if you, need I remind you that Eureka got voted the messiest, the gassiest, the bossiest and the shadiest. How would you feel if you got voted a couple of the negative ones? I mean, they're all subjectively negative, but um, if you got voted the negative ones, would you just laugh it off or would you take it on board like 2KB? I would, well, here's the Gemini again, I guess. I would outwardly, ha, 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 how funny. You gals are crazy. And then inside, just be like, oh, okay. Like scheming revenge plans. <laughs> which which <laughs> one would you desperately... Which one would you desperately not want to get? Uh, most likely to go home next. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. What about Kylie being a sugar daddy? Now, that is an entanglement I'd like to get myself into. Absolutely. Kylie being your sugar daddy. Who would you have voted to have gone home next? <sighs> Big questions. I would have wanted it to be Ginger, but from her mm. track record, I guess it wouldn't be. So I guess mm. it would have to be Eureka then based on... I think I would have voted Eureka like. as well. But I don't mm. want to see her go. Can I just point out that they won £1,000 for winning this challenge? $1,000. A, a sorry, a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars for a mini challenge. That seems fucking great. Yeah. Maybe that's why they haven't but, been so many. Yeah, true. But then it is revealed that we have our maxi challenge, which is transforming yourself into a magical live action character that pays a visit to the Drag Tots TM. Now, can I ask you, Luke, what would you have chosen? I have thought about this. Good. Um, so much thought. <laughs> I would be Pukey Lukey. <laughs> and what could have possibly inspired Pukey Lukey? <laughs> Just a lifetime of vomit, basically. So she loves nature. She's often enjoying its bounty in all the forms that it may take. Yeah. Um, sometimes if she consumes too much, it all just gets a little engulfing. And uh, she can turn into like a giant clumsy ogre that's just like knocking into things and like vomiting loads so like wreck it ralph <laughs> basically yeah like you've got to stay on your toes if you want to be friends with her but everybody does so um it's just like yeah she's just your slightly liability friend but you love her that is that is obviously scary scarily like real life but um, that's such a good character for Drag Tots. I feel like the kids would love them. I mean, I don't really understand how anyone judges what, like, 
who does well in this at all. I don't really understand like how you, because there's no kids to be like, oh, I think that's a really good character or whatever. It's just, like, I suppose the only way you can really judge it is if you do very badly. But Imagine if they had to it? present it in front of loads of kids, like they had to do the stand up for the old people. <laughs> oh my God, that'd be so jokes. Um, now I do love kids, but I don't give a fuck about kids programs. I really, I'm not one of them that can sit and watch. Yeah. What, what's a kids program that adults like? Um, I'll watch all the cartoons, all the Disney. You do, all the don't you? Oh, I, I quite like, I quite like Disney films. Shout out Luca. Uh, Oh my god, yeah, of course. But then I feel like they are that's a different thing, but like the sort of short form cartoons and stuff I just and and there I feel like Disney films are for like young like kids, whereas this is tots. Like sure, I could, yeah, I don't really could know be what out here watching the Lampies and you know, that sort of shit. Um although do you remember when we used to watch Happy Tree Friends after getting blazed four twenty? I feel like that I really associate that with you. Happy Tree Friends? You mean Adventure good. Time? Ad- but also Happy Tree Friends. I remember. I've never to... even heard of that. I don't know. What? I know the Magic Far Away Tree. <laughs> very, very similar. Okay. Well, clearly, I'm getting getting you confused with another hetero hetero person. Um, it's very easy to do. I I couldn't really think of something. So what I decided would be a better use of my time would be that I would just think of it from like a competitive competitive perspective and just be like, okay, like this, I don't feel inspired by this challenge. What can I do to further myself in the competition? And I would just use this to reinforce like a talent or a skill. So I would do like a singing. Um, that feels very like Jan. Well, you know me, honey. <laughs> MT all the way. Uh, no, like. Yeah, so I just do something that you could sing in or something like th- that you could be vocal in just to remind them that I have, I'm very multi-layered as a performer, something like that. Because I just think this is literally the most fucking dog shit challenge ever. Yeah, it's not the most sexy and I like a sexy you, challenge. You do, you do love it. And the sexy and the kids don't often mix. Um, you said, do you think it's a way to normalise queer artistry to a younger audience or is it just a way to get that kiddie coin? Thoughts? I think kiddie coin. You do? I do. And also, RuPaul said something like, because you know, like, cartoons have always been um, part of, like, the underground message, or maybe not those exact words, but... Oh, yeah, like a... And I was thinking, have they I think he means sort of like the South Parks and Simpsons of this world that are a bit like, they have, like, an adult message that kids can still watch them. I thought he made like more older school and definitely more gay. Like I say, like Tom of Finlandy thing. But then that is like, isn't that just it? Like, isn't is there like a I whole? I mean, Tom of Finland is like throbbing cocks covered in semen. I don't think it's like very like sort of. Un- <laughs> I don't think it's like very sort of uh, hidden message. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, um, yeah, you're right. And also, would you be showing Tom of Finland to your children? Yes. Fucking cool ones, you would. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's why I'm yeah. not having kids because I can't be trusted. <laughs> exactly um i don't know to me drag is punk it's subversive it's not like i like the idea that like young people i like the idea that like younger people come to to drag con and like are interested in the show and stuff but i feel like it shouldn't be made to be accessible to a younger audience because that's not the spirit of it that's my personal belief and i know many people disagree with that i feel like drag isn't for you shouldn't be like trying to make drag sanitize it for young a young audience. Also, these are fucking tots as well. 
Tot, what is tot? Can you tell me, define tot for me now, please, Barney? Uh, Well, I think of tots, I think of like, it's toddlers, isn't it? So I think of sort of like two to two, three, four years old. What what blows my mind is that how would you even show that they are drag artists? Because they're just drawings. You can't, how would you be able to convey to a child that, 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 it's such a strange thing that's why i think it is like just the kitty coin because um this does hey, kitty coin this it just doesn't make sense to me um but what i do love to see is the girls getting that money i hope they're not tied into some awful world of wonder contract with drag tots but i hope that your valentinas and your biancas and whatnot of this world your latrices are getting some real good money from drag tots the more you say drag tots the more I want to eat them. It's like jelly tots. Yeah, That's I mean, how I imagine it. That's when I think of tots, I think of jelly tots rather than yeah. young children. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is just quite strange to me. But, I mean, if if the artists are getting their money, then sure. Um, I really liked Eureka's talk to Trinity K. Bonet. And it's a reminder that if you see yourself as a winner, building up other people doesn't cost you anything. And that mm. that's like, that's, that's winner's energy um god that sounded very motivational didn't it very on a t-shirt very todrick caption um yeah <laughs> but do you know what i mean like she was just like look these bitches want you to fail and even though eureka is not a hasn't won anything and is clearly not a front runner she was still there to build up trinity who is clearly doing better than her and it's like that's a real i, I don't know i just i really liked that energy from her and i thought that's that's a winner and especially when you sort of um compare that to uh ginger minge who is like constantly trying to undermine people mm. oh but remember like she hasn't actually won anything and oh she doesn't win her lip syncs and she's like constantly trying to remind the whole room and the audience and everything that even though she's not the best performing the other people are performing worse than her which mm. is absolutely <laughs> that is not what you want from your all star no but i did like that eureka went down the villain route because if you have to do kids shit at least make it dark you know yeah and i agree she didn't pander to, um, yeah. So I, I, I liked that. Have you got many thoughts about Rue's walkthrough and chats with people? Um, just, I did honestly switch off, but I found it uh, impossible to just, like I said, to guess who would do well. Because how the fuck do you judge this? Like, how do you work out who's going to do well? Um, but what was cracking me up was Eureka rolling around on the floor like a sack of shit. <laughs> She was like a wobble. <laughs> <laughs> she was cracking me up. And again, it was like she had to draw around herself, but then she just couldn't get back up again. It's like she's a big bag of water and sort of the edges that she was trying to chase were just sort of like constantly moving. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. Um, and I've really, really, really grown to love her across this, uh, across All Stars, which is... Yeah, me too, actually. Um, I really like the idea of Kylie's... Bag, like Mary Poppins drag bag being passed down from like drag mother to drag mother. Well, that was yeah. a very good idea. So, so uh, spoiler, she barely says anything about that later on. And I was very let down. Uh, well, it is, that is like such a common actual thing that happens within the drag world, doesn't it? Like think about as you, a mother to all, <laughs> <laughs> a very, un, a very reluctant uh, drag mother to so many, but, they do like think how many people come to you give me your wigs give me your costumes like you're giving them makeup tips you're giving them everything like it's drag is the art form that is like all spoken word like it's all like passed down all this tricks and 
stunt. What did uh, she say? Oh, she can rig. She can rig the gig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the tricks, tips, and stunts. Like they're all passed down by word of mouth, and like that's why you need a drag family or drag sisters or like a community because think about all the things that you're just told with these stupid little tricks even think about just like wigs or the stupid mm. tricks that we've picked up along the way and we forget um, every single time that we every put a brush to a wig even the most simple things um <laughs> but i did i did see that kylie sneak love said that she redid, redid her entire concept and character right at the last moment and what i found interesting was editing did not make it look that way so I feel like they kind of redacted that whole storyline for whatever reason. Maybe because she doesn't, they didn't want her to win. But she did say, she, I think it was on Instagram that she said like, I'm really glad that you like The Witch, but I literally made that up like a couple of hours before. Oh, damn. So that, yeah, I know. So that is interesting, isn't it? Mm. Um, and also from the editing, it's like, okay, shady editing. I see ya. Um, and I just thought that there was really low energy Everyone was very in their own feelings in this walk round, which is, again, not great TV. Yeah, um, vibe now. It's getting so close. Yeah. I had never realised that purple is a mixture of cool and warm tones. Learning facts from Raja O'Hara. Is it like, you know, when you, you mix your uppers and your downers and you just get that sweet spot? That's what she's found with the purple. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know, Luki. And I feel <laughs> uncomfortable that you would bring something like that up on the pod. Um, do you remember anything from being a toddler? They keep on talking about being a toddler, but like it's like, um, do you, what's your? There's some. There's one day I think I remember, and like being in a big garden with like a paddling pool. But I've also seen lots of pictures from that day, and I can't tell yeah, whether yeah, yeah. it's the memory or I've just patched it together out of these photos. For sure, for sure. I I'm exactly the same. I have this like strong memory in my head of being in a bull pool. And like being lifted out, <laughs> being lifted out of a ball pool when I was younger, and then when I saw a photo of it, I was like, "Oh, that's where it was." But now I'm like, "Am I just a, a hateful liar?" And I've just like made up this memory in my head. I can't really tell. But other than that, I mean, I remember like sort of year eight and year nine of secondary school. So that's probably my earliest. Um... That's the youngest you remember. You don't remember? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Motherfucker, don't remember primary school. <laughs> My, I think actually my proper, uh, like earliest memories are all real, real telltale signs of what my life would become. Because when the feminine energy is so strong, it is but an immovable force and you've got to roll with it or get rolled over. And luckily both of my parents just rolled with it. They looked at me in dressed up in my mum's negligee. And I also used to, every single photo of me from like sort of the age of like three to like maybe like six or seven, I, my mum cut a like a silk negligee up and I used to wear it round my head as like girl hair. <laughs> and I just used to wear it like around the house, like out shopping with my mum. And just, I used to like sort of like, like put it in a ponytail and stuff and just like pretend I had girl hair. I was literally like mum's little fag tottering around. We, me and Carla favorite. used to do that. Carla from the wedding with um, just like big t-shirts. So you just have it Why like. Why did you do it with your real hair? Were you both bald? No, but just you. So the like a big t-shirt is more hair than your own hair, isn't it? And because it gives you like the hairband snatch as well. So then you just Cute. got long hair. It's quite good. Yeah, um, and and luckily, I'm very lucky to have parents that did that. That were both just like, do you know what? Um, obviously it got much more troublesome in my 
<laughs> my teenage years when the fashions became much more outrageous. Shout out to the new rave scene. Um, very, very understanding as parents. Um, what about... Um, what about I always run late, but I'm always on time? I thought that was... Um, I couldn't live like that, but at least she gets there on time. So I'm glad that there's like a positive solution at the end of it. I feel like that's me. I feel like I'm always on time, but I'm always for that. I'm always panicking just before I have to leave. I'm like, I'm going to like, and I'm, I'm rushing. I'm always like grabbing everything, blah, 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 blah. But it's, um, so. They've got you actually. Yeah. Yeah. So we do it. So it's nice to see uh, the community coming together there. <laughs> always running late, but always on time. Um, Cause she knows how to rig up the gig. Um, Would you A, say that you are a showgirl and B, that you can rig up the gig? Listen, if anyone can rig up the gig, it's me. Uh, Necessity is the mother of invention and I am the mother of that. I feel like I can real rig up the gig. Nice. Would you say that you can rig up the gig? Yeah, uh, in our burlesque days, most things were held together with like safety pins and just like real like last minute things once we forgot uh well anita forgot our props um and it was kind <laughs> of like jungle, 10 years later. <laughs> jungle themed because we we're doing welcome to the jungle um so we had to like go inside the middle of this roundabout and like a sort of a road in like hull and like find like big leaves and kind of like turn them into like makeshift fans that we could use in the thing and if that is not rigging up the fucking gig then i don't even know what is I instantly thought of um, me and Lukey are part of a theatre company and the last show that we did, you remember, we were like, right, we need to, we need six pairs of uh, black uh, slingback heels and then just like the myriad of concerns that we had with these fucking shoes. It's like, right, we're slipping too much. We need slipping patches. Right, they're going to fall off my feet. We need a la- we need elastic around the ankle. Like, okay, now we're, and we're just like pad. The actual end shoe was like... Sandpapering, like the heel. And- <laughs> it was like a piece of architecture. It had like things on the bottom, around the sides, like stuffed. Mine had like stuffed sides because my feet are so skinny that it's just like I had to like pad out the back and stuff. It was just like, that is rigging up the gig. Yeah. <laughs> well and truly. Uh, should we take a little break, Lukes? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. See you in a sec. Looking for hot wigs in your local area right now? Let Truffle Pig Wigs pair you with the perfect top to keep your head game on fire all night. Use code CLIFFHANGERS for 15% off on trufflepigwigs.co.uk Available in a variety of thicknesses and lengths Cut and uncut Or crimped for your pleasure Trufflepig wigs Hair care for sluts Please welcome back to the stage Bradford's number one Shaka Khan impersonator, Miss Trudy Fire. <laughs> um, why Bradford? Why not? Well, she's waking oh, her way up. She's oh, working. sure. She's a regional queen, but she's making yeah. her way to London scene. Lovely. And everyone's favourite OAP is Miss Jerry Hattrick. <laughs> Geraldine, if you're nasty, can we talk about Ms. RuPaul Charles serving hand performance from the House of Charlie Hydes? 
She Literally. was serving <laughs> something. Yeah. Something. I don't know, with a side of something else. It was very kind of like, I don't know, she kind of did like a ta-da at the end, almost sort of like camp town races kind of like. They had like a hat and a stick at the seafront yeah. or something. <laughs> very that end of the pier. It's nice to see the osteoporosis medication is kicking in though, finally. Oh, she had finally, a real uh, yes. she had a real kick real hitch and agity up, didn't she? But mm. also given very much sort of New Year's Eve Mariah. Like, go on, girl, yeah. give us niente. Um if you can get past those windscreen wiper arms, can we talk about what the fuck she was wearing? The chunky stoned epaulets, the fringe, the necklace, the white fingerless gloves. Like it looked like something Jaden Dior Fierce would wear. Oh, yes. Very, very that. Oh, that was a real pitiful, like... like, uh, (laughs) You you did like a... like Real real disappointment (laughs) there. Real disappointment. Um, She looked like who, sorry? Jan in the Frills episode, like (laughs) balloon bar girl. At least this was like more of like an uptown fancy dress shop one. Like the tassel looked more expensive. Maybe less Smithies, more like Legs Avenue or something. Couldn't fringe be more expensive? Can you get like luxe fringe? Well, you can get thicker fringe, and yeah, of course you can get like nicer fringe. Some would be. I'm yet. I'm yet to see this nice fringe that you speak because it was not on Lady Rubella. No, it was better than. I thought I was. I was. True. I was just. I think the whole um, faux voguing hand performance was just a ruse to stop us looking at this unbelievably bad outfit. I refuse to believe that Zaldi made that. No way. Jaden Dior Fierce, 100%. That was just, that <laughs> was just in a way hot out glue. Back. Yeah, hot glue in a dream, that was, because was, that was not a couture garment. Absolutely mental. But Michelle, Michelle was gorgeous. In, even in her flamenco cosplay. Yeah, I, yeah, she did. <laughs> Fish Latina, really nice to meet you. I was expecting <laughs> Michelle. Expecting Michelle and we got Penelope Cruz. I was very confused. She... <laughs> To add on to that she's done everything, she's seen everything, she's also been everyone. <laughs> she's like, she's I'm also... She's just like omni-race. She can and do whatever she will. She has lived many lives. She is truly yeah. the virtual dollars out of drag. She is, she's been, she's just been it. She's done it. She's seen it. Um, but that was just real out and out, like, Latina cosplay. Very mm. strange. But she i think she's lipstick nick her makeup artist and whoever is doing the face is absolutely killing the game because she just looks more beautiful than ever an angel charlie xx dressed up as hannah montana very strange <laughs> what do you think of, that- you like her as a person i mean as an artist um yeah right her brand is just like basic white bitch and i don't know <laughs> mama i don't know whether you've been to goi recently but the girls they're living they love her mm-hmm. She's just like, it's like, she, it's like very like self-aware, like she knows that like she's serving, so that it's a bit embarrassing, but she's, I, I think she's funny. I think she's really got her like finger on the button and she's like, she's a bit cringe, but like she knows it in like a, so it's like, I don't know. It's also, um, there's like a level of irony to it. Sure. I don't know <laughs> about her to know if that is true or not. I don't, I don't really either, but that is the feeling that I get from her TikTok presence, from her interviews and stuff. Mm. I don't, I don't, re- I'm not really like a big fan of the art, fan of the visual, fan of the, of the um, music, but yeah, sure. Why not? She's fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, should we talk runway themes? The runway theme is drag tots. Um, so they have to present their drag tots character, which is just... Yeah, sure. so what you would you have worn for your singing character? Wow. A lot of venom in that. Uh, well, just because yeah. there's zero effort into creating a kind of backstory, is there? Um, she would have... Uh, li- I would have magic cigarettes and I would be able to go... When I lit up a cigarette, sorry, this is a sex, I'm stealing this all from sex and sex. When she, when <laughs> Carrie has to go, when Carrie, uh, basically, she wants to find out like about uh, the ex-girlfriend of this guy that she's dating and she's a book publicist. So in order to find out about her, she's like, oh, I'm going to go, um, like pitch a book. But when she gets there, she's a, ch- a children's book, um, uh, publisher. And so she's like, oh, like, tell us about your children's book. Like, about, and she's like, oh, she is called Little Kathy and she has a, box of magic cigarettes <laughs> just like trying to like sell the story and it's just it ain't happening for you carrie um but i've i just don't know tell us about what you would be wearing i want to visualize well i imagined you know the kind of ballerina dresses that kind of i'm, I'm familiar mushroom out to like a three-quarter kind of length in it's a kind of a, it's called shape. a romantic tutu that is so like the shape of a romantic tutu, not quite like a 50s circle dress, more like soft with like a lovely updo. And then maybe the um, the dress is like pale. And then on it, you see there's all these like multicolored crystals and rhinestones. And you think, what pattern is that? And then when you get up close, you realize it's all like crystallized vomit on my dress. Gorgeous. Yeah. New glamour, but also disgusting. The two pillars of drag. Um, I would love to see it. I'd love to see it. First up, we have Trinity K. Bonet um, giving you Fierce Felicia, the feline. What was your thoughts? I think she nailed it. Like, she looked like a cat, which is a fun character Mm -hmm. for a tot. Um, There was still detail on the costume, even though it was obviously, like, silly, fancy dress. Or maybe the Mm -hmm. voiceover could have had a bit more pep. But I was liking the um, poses she was doing, and yeah, yeah. I feel like it was like that. You know that, you know that Chinese like social media star who, when she gets in front yes. of the, uh, <laughs> when she gets in front of the paps, and she's like, she does like seventy five poses in in three seconds. Yeah, yeah she's the best. Yeah, were you? Uh, the judges must have been spitting feathers that they weren't allowed to say it's very costumey because it is a costume. <laughs> Like, yeah. all of them. Like, there's no way that you couldn't be costumey. Um, I, I thought it was cute. I thought it was... Uh, Trinity K. Bonet always brings a level of, like, execution to everything. So I thought it was just a good costume. And if it's a design challenge... Um, again, I don't know how you judge who's a good character for kids. That's not my not my wheelhouse. But yeah, I thought it was cute. I gave it seven truffles. I gave it eight and a half. I thought she did what needed to be done. Yeah, you tell them. Okay, next up, we have Ginger Minge serving Terry Bell. Terry Bell. Do you know what it was giving me? Lottie LaBeouf from Princess and the Frog. <laughs> you know, the, the yeah. Lottie LaBeouf character. It was giving me a bit of that if she like, was a 50-year-old. Like, maybe 2% now. if Ginger was lucky. I thought it was just like Ginger being Ginger, um, just basically relying on this like Southern character. Um, mm. I don't know if like drunk dialing exes is very all ages performance. Mm. Um, and like yeah. the dress just seemed like something she would make or have already. I feel like she didn't really invent any characters. She just was ginger. She was basically in the exact same costume as that, you know, that one when she had the horrible mother of Cinderella hair. Was that last week? I feel like she's, I feel like I've seen that exact sort of like, old, like young 
uh, sort of like pageant-y southern princess. Mm. That's like I've seen it like two or three times already on the runway. Um, same, old, same old silhouette, same old character, same old jokes. Even like I literally groaned when she went, and I like to read people the house down boots. Yes, God, I was like, that is literally like the most boring overplayed joke ever. And that's your. I character. can't believe like, that like they all the judges just like ha 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 like. Can you really just go out there and just say like previous drag race catchphrases and then just like do well? I guess so. And also, like you said, like, was any of it child friendly? Like, is that what you want to be saying to your kids? That they're going to read the house down boots? Yes, got like, it's just, it's not going to make sense to tots. It was like, just it was... <laughs> voice of the tots, Barney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, voice of the tots. Come on. If anyone should be representing them, I gave it five. I just thought it was uh, just, it was really, really fucking boring. I'll give it a six and a half. Okay, okay. Then next up, we have Lady Raja with I See Your Queen. Thoughts? I fucking hated this. <gasps> I, really? hate, I hated the look so much. Tell me how you really feel, though. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I just felt like it just looked like too, too cheap, off the rack, like party store outfits put like cobbled together. However, I thought the uh, the character and like her performance was really good, but I just couldn't mm. cope with mm. the look of it. I gave it six I, truffles. That's when I had to combine the good and the bad together. Came up with six. Okay, I thought it was still cool and current, um, and the message felt relevant and fun. Um, and I thought it would probably excite kids. I thought first of all, what Trinity has obviously done well. Like, if you're going to be a kid, first of all, like all of the drag tots are like different colors and stuff. Like. Make it exciting to tots. You're not t- trying to appeal to 13-year-olds. Like, that's why I thought that like, ginger. Like, tots want to see colour. <laughs> <laughs> I have become in, I've quickly become the expert on what the tots need. Yeah. Um, I'm the tots ambassador. Um, Top whisperer. But do, you know I mean? <laughs> but do you know what I mean? Like, ginger was just like, uh, just a version of herself. Mm. Whereas like, Raja, she's purple. She's like glittery. She's got loads of eyes. TKB is a bright pink cat. Like that's what the tots want to see. Thank um, you. So, so I thought at least with that, like it seemed like, like I said, I don't know, understand how you judge this, but that seemed like it was at least marketed the right way and that there was a bit of thought behind it. But I do get what you mean about the outfit. But I gave it eight. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> now, next up, we have Eureka serving Alexandria McQueen thoughts um i thought she did a really good job of using all the comments that she got from the mini game which i assume is what they wanted you to do with it um, i guess so uh and i like the snow white evil queen type of look um mm. i just thought maybe it seemed a bit low nrg Ooh, i thought it was a really weird name choice because the kids are not going to be switched on to a dead designer no That's, so it doesn't like it doesn't alexandria mcqueen doesn't give like villain bad bitch energy do you know what i mean it doesn't sound scary to if i know the tots like i know the tots it doesn't sound scary to a tot. um and also did you hear latrice was like bitch stole my look what was her look that you stole because she's fat wow like, what? Well, i mean <laughs> i think we've progressed enough as a society and as tots and grown tots that we are allowed to refer to eureka as fat and latrice as fat when they have made it both of their no but i mean the fact that saying that that's the look but that's what i mean that's there was absolutely no comparison like latrice's character was in green 
and looks like Latrice. And then she comes in with contacts and a crown and no wig on. And she's like, bitch, stole my look. It's like, what, what is she oh, stole I your look on? It was like referring to a past runway or something rather than the right here and the right now. But she's the drag top. She's not Latrice. Do you know what I mean? So it was like, it was just very strange. It was like, I didn't get it at all. I didn't get, I understand what the joke was supposed to be. Really I, I thought it was fun. I thought it was, it wasn't too dark. It wasn't like, I thought actually, funnily enough, Ginger's was like more sort of like adult than, hers was like sort of silly and dark. Do you mm. know what I mean? Like it wasn't scary. Um, but yeah, I didn't really understand why she chose that name. And I thought, you know, she was like, now they really want to see like a fashion element. So she literally just <laughs> McQueen. But I gave it a seven. I gave it a seven also. I feel like Eureka is switched on and she always, there always seems to be a level of like real thought to everything she does, mm. which I really appreciate. And then next up we have Kylie as Miss Behave. Mm. Well, first of all, I was very impressed with how the broom stood up on its own at the end of the runway. As the kind of it's special funny, effect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like I said earlier, I wish she had continued with making the story of the sort of stuff being handed down from the witchy drag mothers more of a thing. Um, yeah. She reminded me of someone from The Worst Witch for some reason. Okay, shout out to Hubble. Come on. Um, I didn't love the dress, but I thought her performance was good. So I gave her seven truffles. Uh, the thing I really liked about this was this was, the, to me, the only, like, cartoon-style outfit. Like, I kind of, I guess Trinity K. Bonet's kind of was, but it was still, like, fit, it was still, like, very, um, still very draggy, mm. uh, her actual outfit. Whereas this had, like, a fantasy silhouette, like, having the hooped bottom and it's sort of spilling out to the floor, it sort of added an element of, like, cartoonish, like, magic to it, which I thought was good. But I did need a tintsy bit more energy from Kylie. I didn't really feel... I don't know. I feel like you need to up the ante and be that sort of BBC children's TV presenter. Do you know what I mean? If you're mm. going to serve it to kids. But I did love the, uh, you know how I feel it's very glamorous on a, on a young lady, uh, the little sort of cap sleeve Chong Sam design with uh, mm. love. Oh, very a la Miss Fame. Miss Fame. Oh, oh the dream. Love Miss Fame. Uh, yeah. Um, love, on the cover love, of like L Denmark at the moment or something. I'm, absolutely incredible and the photo is so fucking gorgeous mm. do you know my favorite i love when miss fame does i actually cannot find the closest probably to this color is that um how's your head sort of peachy pastely one but i love when miss fame does that sort of like very muted like pastel peach hair mm. i just can't find any that's as muted as the one that she has although i have just bought a very very gorgeous don't know you've seen um how's your head Obviously, shout out to them always. Uh, they have a sale. On uh, they have a sale on of loads of their um, old stock because they're making no uh, way for this new. I don't know if you've seen. Sorry, this is a real exclusive here. I've just read about it online. Um, they have a whole new uh, thing of like basically like affordable lace fronts that are. They look so good and they are in such such a good range of colours. Very exciting for wig stylists out there, so I'd suggest I go check them out. But they're basically selling off loads of that old stock, and I just got the dream colour, which is that, you know, that like almost dark black blue denim mm. like, colour blend. You know what I'm talking about? I just got one of them, and it is the colour, and you can never find it anywhere, and I'm so excited for it to turn up. Um, sorry, a real <laughs> deviation there into the world of uh, wigs. Um, but let's talk singer and minger. This was hard, right? Because did any zing, and did, I mean, I'm sure they minged for you, but did any really zing? I mean, no, not really. My no. minger 
sorry, my zinger of the week was uh, Kylie's wet look, just because I like a wet look. Are you look. kidding me? That was nearly my, not my minger, but like um, I nearly wrote down that I, I feel like that hair was a real shit choice for her. Just like sort of like, like a little bob. Like what? Like for a witch, like at least have long hair. Well, she's know, she's being modern. Sure. Um, I put a zinger. It's quite nice to see TK being blonde hair. Mm. But that was a reach. Can you hear me reaching? <laughs> Let's talk Minga. My Minga had to be Raja just because hers was my, my least favourite outfit. And that was part of that outfit. So It looked so dry and brittle, like a giant tumbleweave. That's mm. not, um, yeah, not, not. Very surprising for her as well, because she's so, she's so slick with everything she does. Um, but it didn't really make sense, which makes me believe that maybe she was having a bit of a tough time and she kind of botched that together a bit. Maybe. I don't maybe. know. Um, then the, then we head into the critiques. Uh, I like that Charlie said that it reminds her of Cyber Rave because that's what, it, as soon as she said it, I was like, yes, that is exactly what it reminds me of. Like, it's like a Cyber Rave cat. Well, because she had the big pink furry boots. Yeah. If we were paying guest judge bingo, we'd be doing very well with Charlie XCX. She's given us all the classics we love, like, oh, please, I'd love to wear that. I'd wear that on tour. You've got to look at me there. <laughs> Absolutely. She is the... to do the makeup. She is the living embodiment of people saying, oh, my God, I would totally wear that about drag costumes. I would so wear that. Oh, my God. Can you do my makeup one time? Yeah, absolutely. She, but that's what I mean about this, like, self-awareness of, like, the basicness of it. She's so basic, but, like, she's kind of in on the joke. I don't know. Did you feel like the critiques were overly positive? I felt like they were all, like, really, really, like, building them up and being very positive. Well, yeah, it was quite hard to work out who would be in the bottom. I suppose then you realise that everyone's in the bottom. But, mm. um... Yeah, it just seems like very not helpful at all. Just kind we're of bo- you deal with it. Still proved otherwise, unfortunately. Mm. Um, and then we head backstage uh, for the uh, to be untucked. Thank God. Um, and I'm hoping this is her first single out the door uh, because we have heard so many. Oh my God! The mm-hmm. whole way through. And did you clock as well that Ginger couldn't do it? I thought that was no. really embarrassing for her. I would have kept that out of the edit. Yeah, she was like, oh, then something, something about Raja. And she was like, oh my God. It was like, first of all, you, you say that you're a singer. And it's oh, like a simple, well, there you go. simple nice. three note riff. Um, nasty. Um, leave it to the professionals, honey. Um, but I hope, oh my God, is her premiere single. It's got to be, hasn't it? But if it was this all like very well thought out long game to get everyone obsessed with it and then just like bam number one on itunes baby oh i'd love to see it yeah i really 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 hope it is um did this one feel like to you like a bit of a toss-up i really felt like raja i don't feel like raja would go low but it really could have been anyone because it's Mm -hmm. like is she going to be tactical is she going to be like there isn't really someone that's like oh it has to be them do you know what i mean like it was um it was all a bit confusing um, did you, did you feel like people were trying to ga- gang up on Trinity? I feel like Trinity is safe. I, I did feel that a little bit, but I feel like Trinity is saved every single time by her energy that she like feels like a winner. She's not scrambling around. Did you clock that Ginger was like, I'm her biggest competition? It's like, Trinity K. Bonet also has two wins. What do you mean? Her biggest competition. It's like, you've like, I don't know. Oh. That came right off the back of Raja saying as well, like, um like trinity is my the strongest competitor here so i could get rid of her and then it's like ginger saying 
no, obviously, like I'm her biggest competition. It's like you're not. And what about when they were sitting down and she was like, like obviously we all had like very positive things, and then Ginger was like, well, actually, if we're splitting hairs, they did actually say this about you, and it's like here she got this. Is what I'm talking about every single time she has to point out and, and this is obviously like insecurity of like you know that you're maybe not like the deserve like she's she's a person that's telling everyone that she's the front runner whereas trinity kaibone is just being like i am competition like whether you want to believe it or not like you can just feel that trinity kaibone is doing well rather than ginger who is telling you she's doing well do you know what i mean Trinity should have won that bloody super bowl like she should have three wins do you know um, listen to me yeah, yeah yeah absolutely like ginger I would argue that the things that Ginger have won, like, have been sort of confusing. Do you know what I mean? She hasn't, like, been like, of course she's going to win. Like, and Trinity should definitely have more. The one thing that could have saved this garbage dump of an episode, they fucking cut. The, my Kylie Sonic love switch around and look into the mirror. I can't believe they cut it. For what? Yeah, I hope you're happy with yourself. Hope you're happy with yourself. Yeah. Gross. But then we head into the lip sync. Um, and in the true spirit of this entire episode, dry as fuck. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Have you seen um, Cameron posted the meme of her? It's like her dressed up in an outfit. It's like my full plans. And then just like a picture of like, boom, clap is like the Delta variant. Because obviously everyone was like waiting for her to come and fuck it up. Um, like what they did to Kennedy Davenport as well. She's like, we're just going to bring you on as an assassin to like a two-step bop for nothing what a waste i literally said the other day like we need cameron michael she is the she is the epitome of like not i don't hear um lip sync assassin as like you are the best lip syncer like to me um like sasha is sasha is one of the highest sasha and shay are two of the best lip syncers performances Mm -hmm. to me um but she cameron might not be the best lip sync but she is a lip sync assassin because she lip synced like her entire way into the final three. Like she was like in the bottom like six times or something. And she won every <laughs> single time. That's a motherfucking assassin. But most importantly, did you, did you see that Cameron took to Instagram and I quote, she said, I am hurt, disgusted and devastated to have the one thing I'm actually good at be tainted like this. It hurts my heart so much. She did like an entire four paragraph statement about how she was disgusted that they did that to her. Well, she's been sitting on that for fucking months as well, waiting to release that. It ain't about you. Let LaGarja <laughs> regain her crown and keep it pushing. And also, how rude is that to say when Charlie is literally the judge? She is there and you're like, they gave me the worst song that's <laughs> ever been done. Like, it was, she's unhinged. Everyone is absolutely cussing her the fuck out on Twitter being like, this bitch, like, just be happy that you got to come back. Like, you did, okay, sure, it wasn't, it wasn't the, like, I'd be pissed if I got all up in it in my fucking Anastasia cosplay just to have to <laughs> boom clap around the stage like an idiot, I'd be pissed. But what I didn't understand, first of all, there's much talk on the interwebs about did Raja throw it? Because Raja has never given less energy in a performance. Did she be like, look, I don't want to be in a position where all of these girls are fan favourites and I don't want to be in a position where I have to send someone home and I don't need the money, I've already won money. Because I just can't because it was like her versus everyone, so it would be a good day to get out of it. But then also, like, mm. what are you going to be doing, like, kicking and splitting to that? Well, what I didn't get is the most obvious, boom, clap. Like, give them fucking dips. Give them something. Do you know what I mean? Like, 
boom, splits. Like it's it's got like percussive. I know obviously it's like a sort of like lo-fi song, but I refuse to believe that Raja was like giving more than 10%. It was very, it felt very um like Scarlett Johansson white girl dancing. Do you know what I mean? Just mm. a lot of sort of hugging, hugging your chest and touching your clipping extensions. Like, no, it just like, not that. I don't know. Even fucking Charlie seemed bored. When it cut to her, she was just sort of, it was fun. I like the beat. Do you know what I mean? Like, Definitely, I thought it was uh, fun. I like the beat. Um, yeah, and I thought, and it was just so disappointing because I thought, yeah, Cameron, an assassin, finally. We're going to get that. We're going to get a moment. And then as soon as it started, and also Charlie's songs, I don't know many of Charlie's songs. I know they've done Fancy before, but like the, what's the one that's so huge on TikTok? Oh, that Let's Ride, Vroom Vroom, like, like motorsport, like fast, high energy. Did you know Boom Clap? Yeah, I did know, unfortunately. Yeah, it was just very... Very, very strange. Um, but unfortunately, what that does mean is that Cameron wins. So she has this gigantic emotional reaction, but she did actually win it as well. It's not even like she got like her ass handed to her. Um, but she reveals that it is unfortunately Eureka that is going home this week. Mm. Thoughts? Well, I'm just very excited for Game Within a game now. So I don't, I don't feel sad mm. Wow, she doesn't even get she doesn't even get one sentence out of you. No. She's, like, she's missed moving on. She's done. <laughs> um, I'm sad to see Eureka go home, and I don't, I don't feel like she got a moment. But I'm glad to. I'm really glad that we had her in the competition. I don't feel like she had like a defining moment or like a good performance or anything. But um, and one thing I, I really liked as well. Same. Um, I really like that she just took it really chill as well. Like I was fucking dying. Like her cracking them up like um rushing to get that wig she's like oh no 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 no! you're not gonna get me with that wig on <laughs> she runs to get the wig because that's not she she didn't know that could be the last thing that they see of her she didn't want a, like a, a bald little egg did she i've heard my david ship <laughs> exactly um but yeah sad to see her go but obviously we're on the precipice of game within a game Ooh, um, so exciting i know ideally it'll be like a sort of sore situation they're all they're all surrounded by bear traps um and just like syringes of assorted assorted uh, poisons um <laughs> let's talk rose and thorn what was your rose my rose was finally a sniff of the game within a game i thought that i didn't want it anymore but look how quickly they drew me back in they did didn't they yeah it's all very exciting but i also feel like i'm gonna be either disappointed by it or i'm gonna get like the I'm I'm gonna hate the outcome. That's what I'm scared of. Uh, all I can hope for is screaming on the sofa. Truly, but imagine, imagine just for one second, if like you know how it was last time. There was like say um like uh, Jiggly would go against uh, Raja, and then someone uh, Serena would go against uh, Kylie or whatever. What if like Serena won against Kylie and Kylie was booted out? Do you know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, I wouldn't like, be able to cope with that. Exactly. And and like they I don't know whether you've watched Drag Race before, but the judging is sometimes very sus. And it's like you don't That's know what ag- we've had to sit through an entire season of the Ginger Minja gender and I don't ugh, yeah, I don't the know. Ginger it, Mingenda. <laughs> it feels it fills me with fear if I'm honest. Um my rose this week was I just love the ability to completely turn around public perception in All Stars. And when thinking of like Eureka and Raja, there were a couple of girls on here that I really didn't care for. 
and they were two of them and like now i like love both of them and i just love that you can really come on and like both of them i had really fucking strong and even silky a bit as well like she she obviously was just like barely there but all three of them i had really strong negative like associations with and now they've like this has completely softened them and now i feel like i can really enjoy them and i just love that about all stars so great and it's well, what we haven't got this time is when someone you previously did like, you end up hating, Shout aka Milk and Latrice. Oh God, the Milk storyline! I forgot about that, and now he's just now he's painting on OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor the big and milky. Have you ever seen that? Did we ever find that video for you? Yeah. Not that you should ever be leaking people's OnlyFans content, but it's not um it's not really XXL. Uh XXL, it was on, really, wasn't it? It's not really triple X content, to be honest. But uh our lovely Big and Milky did a sort of a voiceover where she's like, uh and uh she's getting fucked and then she's like um, if you can see, uh, please excuse, we're having a little laugh here because as he pulls his penis out from me, yes, I didn't have time to douche and there is a little there is a little shit on his dick. So, where are you sat when you're doing this voiceover with your little microphone being like, yes, that is, oh, and he calls it, um, oh my God, no, what is it he calls it? He says like, that is a little um, material, fecula, like he calls it like fecal, yes. like, calls it like a sort of like- The Latin. Uh, uh, Gaze it, gaze it up, yeah, and it is literally, it is honestly, what a fantastic use of your platform! <laughs> shout out to the, shout out to the big and milky. Um, but, still a piece of garbage. For a long time, uh, but, that one. Love to see all the drag race girls though getting on their OnlyFans shit. Like you can be making money. I saw um, someone say the other day that on a good month. Uh, I can't remember who it was. It was someone that's like, you would not even, it, it was someone that was like a social media person that has a OnlyFans and they don't do like fuck videos or anything on it. They said that on a good month, they can make, t- they make like two to three million pounds a month. Not doing, you- not boning. No, 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 no. Just sort of like sexy pics and vids and stuff. Maybe like tick pics or whatever. If you listeners think we have a market for sexy, (laughs) let us know and we will start a Solamente Fenos for your gal. We we will do anything for a buck, especially a quick buck. And if anyone that's listening to this wants to see pictures of me, I don't know, like running my size 10 feet through blocks of cheese or, I don't know, squidging it into the mud of, of the English countryside or something. You want to see feet content, I'm your guy. So just let me know because we, we love to make a quick buck here at Cliffhangers. Um, but, but imagine just like in a month making three mil from like titty pics. That is that is the truly the dream, isn't it? Isn't it? Um, and people, I love to see that people make out here making a like, real bank. Like that's their like job, especially as well. Like even if you are doing like full like XXX content, what you wake up on a Monday morning, jerk off for four minutes, and you've made twenty thousand pounds. Do you know what I mean? Like come on, absolutely, come all the way to the bank. Exactly. Um, and we get so these many ones the- out of the way. I just wanted to say that so many of the girls um, are popping up constantly on. I love to see, if you're a Twitter gal, I love to see when it just sort of infiltrates your normal, I'll be sat on the bus and then suddenly it's like someone, someone will repost a photo of um, Aja getting butt fucked. It's like, oh, oh, here we are. Me putting my screen down. Uh, but so many of the girls, your Aja's, your, um, what's her name? Uh, the Vixen, all of them. They're all OnlyFans girls. Love it. Love it for them. Um, 
sorry. So your thorn of the week. Oh, just that god awful lip sync song. Yeah, I mean, obviously the lip sync, but also the challenge too. Like this. So like, you was weird... your thorn just the whole episode? Yeah, I guess so. Maybe <laughs> just All Star Six. No, um, just like yeah, trying to like I really feel quite strongly about the concept of like forcing drag to become like child friendly, tot friendly. I don't, mm. I don't that doesn't that doesn't sit well with me drag to me is divine eating her own shit do you know what i mean like that's i like the idea that you can that young people would be interested in queer art and that you can sort of normalize that from a young young age but um i don't know i don't like the idea that it's like drag for kids and that so therefore it needs to be made suitable for kids i don't know something that, something about that doesn't really sit sit right with the punk aesthetic of drag for me you're a child-friendly agenda out of my face exactly exactly should we talk dreamcast what would be your all-stars dreamcast any of the last of the past from the past i would love to see more of the malay angel uh one of my main soulmates ms crystal method uh oh. a true whack job every time she's on the screen in the confessionals my heart just melts to be honest she doesn't even need to come and compete in drag she can just uh just sit there and then if she wants to get dressed up that's just a bonus love her yeah absolutely love her do you remember how much we lost our mind at the um the freddy oh, so good and the worst thing is she has just been in london at the clapham grand and we could have gone yet yeah, we were struck down with you've guessed it coronavirus but so at least nasty. that's nearly gone now and also we missed um noir as well at clapham grand mm. oh so annoying Honestly, two shows that we were desperate to see. And now I'm seeing uh, fucking Tace and Simone hanging out together today. Makes my blood I know, cold. and I'm and I'm sure we could have wormed our way into Dragfest as well. Very annoying. Imagine being backstage with the girls. Honestly, unbearable. But maybe it's dear Lord, a, what a sad little life, Jane. Maybe it's taught us a valuable lesson about. I don't. It hadn't taught me shit. I ain't even gonna front. I hated it. <laughs> Being stuck in is the worst. My dream cast um, would be the force herself, Peps, Peppermint. I would mm. love Peppermint back on the scene. Um, fresh from what, like a year and a half on Broadway as well before it shut down. Um, I would just love, I just love her energy. I think yes. that she's like, she's so fucking fun. I love her and Bob's relationship so much. Um they are just such fucking comedy gold together. Sorry, really swearing today. I feel very, um, I feel very pent up, Luku. Um, my first conversation with a real person in so long. Um, break free from society's confines. Okay. Yeah, I'd love to see Peppermint once again on our screens. Um, but I get the feeling, I don't know whether you agree with this, I get the feeling that um, we are seeing from a lot of the girls as World of Wonder and uh, like as drag becomes more mainstream and the program becomes more um heavily produced and it has more of an effect on the outside lives of the queens that participate i feel like people don't love drag the queens that are on it don't love drag race in the same way that they used to do you know what i mean i feel like well, you see a lot of people like speaking disparagingly uh, in us included <laughs> about drag race that have been on it i guess just because the bigger it gets, kind of like the more of a machine it becomes, and like the more mm. you find out about RuPaul, the less you like him as a person. So it's yeah. a bit. I feel like energy. before 
before people felt really I, th- I think it's like a, been this switch where it was like before it was like you are so lucky to get on drag race it's every drag race it's every drag artist's dream but like the less it moves with the times obviously with like not it being so rigid on who can apply and be involved and also as well just like as the more now that you've had like over 150 queens or whatever on it and it's just like there's four seasons a year or whatever it just becomes less i think it's become a lot less special and the criticism of it has become a lot louder and Mm -hmm. especially for people even like your winners and stuff like if you think about how willem and alaska talk about drag race on their podcast like there's not there's not so much a level of like uh representing the brand do you agree like i don't feel like Um, the winners like alaska's a lot more like respectful than Willem, but they always they always say that Rue looks beautiful, and they don't really talk too much about. I mean, they mention the fracking every now and then, but yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I think it's definitely less special. But I still bloody yeah. love it. So wah, wah. well, exactly. And you know that winners is coming as well. Mm-hmm. They've, apparently, they've finished recording. Um, and if you're going to put a preemptive, uh, who would be in your top three? Who sticks out as they're definitely going to be there? Shay. 100% Shay. I think Shay will win it. The, the, the whole I can't thing. even remember who else is in it. Raja, the Vivian. Trinity. Trinity. Which Trinity? Think, Tuck. Tr- yeah. Oh, you know, I love her. E- Evie. I think Monet and Shay stick out to me as like, they will definitely. Um... Oh, also as well, remember Jinxie's in it. I feel like Jinx. Oh, could, yeah. I feel like Jinx could real like, Jinx is, for me, Trinity, no, for me, Monet, Jinx, and Shay have still have all of the elements that would be able to like kill a competition. But apparently, with the winners, um, there's no eliminations. No one gets eliminated. I don't know how that would work, but I guess there's just a winner. You earn points week. or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's just a winner every week, which is a much better way to do it, I think. Because mm. um, ho- hopefully that means they're not going to be uh, kicking each other out, which I think is one of the shittest. I saw actually Alaska say this the other day that she was like, the thing that she doesn't like about all stars is when they gave them the ability to get rid of each other. Um, she said that's, that's what's kind of ruined the show because you don't get, you then don't get like the f- people in the finale that deserve to be there. Yeah. Probably the people don't play fair. Well, exactly. uh, should we wrap this up? Like we've been talking for bloody ages. Wow. <laughs> Silencing gay people on the pod. Wow. Queer voices ruined. Okay. I guess we should. Let's, uh, this will be our last ever podcast. <laughs> We've only done two that we'll have to do remotely because now we're both back fighting fit um, and negative for the Rona. So we'll be back face to face and giving you that um, old school camaraderie that you've grown accustomed to. <laughs> uh, and I'll see you. I'll see you in the studio soon, Luke. See you soon. All right. Bye guys. Like and subscribe Bye. and follow and share. Bye.